Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 662, uh, Halloween Kills. God, I wish it would. Nope, we're going to keep going, baby. It's the worst thing to happen to Halloween since razor blades and apples. <laughs> since Hocus Pocus? This movie, <laughs> Halloween sucks is what nope. they should have called this This is great. Movie. That's what I thought. I was trying to, I almost tweeted that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would have been an app so title. Bad. Nope. So bad. You're uh, both wrong. <laughs> so let's uh, go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And joining us via the magic of ZoomTube, it's Jason from Binge Movies. Hey, how's it going? I'm just glad that you guys finally have your own streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are pretty big, so. Yeah. Can you do it for me, Joe? Can you do it live and in person? No. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so before we uh, jump into this turd of a movie, ah, yeah. uh, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, I don't look anymore, but Joe tells me <laughs> I do. we have a new review. We do. Uh, five-star review from the Kryptonian Orphan, which Ooh. can be only... Doesn't make any sense because more people came from Krypton, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, third time's the charm. Five star. Uh, I tried twice before to leave this review. I guess my coarse language, it wasn't even R-rated, excluded the posting. <laughs> <laughs> we do I, not control that, yeah, just for the record. Uh, I love this podcast. I was listening to another podcast in which Kevin was a guest hosting on Ooh. and just had to check y'all out. I'm so glad that I did. You've quickly become my favorite. I may not always agree with your reviews, but it's always fun and informative and respectful especially when the disagreements are among the hosts, which is going to happen today. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you guys are friends, af well, maybe, <laughs> after today. And it's refreshing to have some comical banter. After all, they are, they are only movies. And in these times, we need as many entertaining distractions as possible. Keep up the great work. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank there you very much. Well, that's great that they heard me on another podcast yeah. and then came here and this has become their favorite yeah, podcast. Now no one not, ever not let the, us not the, one, not the one that you guest hosted, <laughs> yeah. which as a matter of fact right. was Binge Movies. That's what it was. No, I don't know. I don't oh, know. I was going to say. <laughs> wow, shots fired. Wow. I didn't go like, there. Here's the thing. How do you know it's not me? <laughs> true, I guess true. that's a fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no one will ever well let done. us guest on their shows again. <laughs> so uh, where was I at? Oh, shameless plugs. Also, don't forget, uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page and join the group. Uh, you can also become... A League of Show Share members by uh, sharing an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode this week. Librarian Cynthia, David Rojas, Gabriel Lugo, Heather Sachs, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris, Magic Man, Chris Falls, Cinema Recall, Colby Mack, The Manish 89, Chris Williams. Ooh. We have a Hulk, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Spoiler Piece Theater, The Movie Journey Podcast, Invasion of the Remake, Ryan Terry from the Force Crowd Podcast, In Session Film, Ronnie Castle, Geek to Me Radio, 
Nick James, Matt Naglia, Falling Under the Brad High and Roll, Kevin Brackett, <laughs> The Binge Movies Podcast, <laughs> Feel and Film, and Minorities Report. So, I didn't even realize I would be. That's, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. that's those, those, those are the rules. To be fair, Stems, yeah. Those I mean, are the rules. I did rules. share it. I finally shared it. You yeah. know, I don't share these episodes often. <laughs> but And then also, uh, don't forget, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Royal Spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus podcasts. Bonus content right now. Uh, Joe's been going through all the Halloween movies. They have don't suck. Oh no, they do. There's a, yeah, trust me. <laughs> okay. There's a lot. Well, it's all relative. Yeah, so. No, no there's they... a lot in that in this franchise. Woo! That yeah. In fairness, I've seen four of them. Okay, I think. so that's fair. But yeah, there's. Uh, I've got one with Josh Bell where we do the uh, Rob Zombie stuff. I've got one uh, with Matt F. Basler where we do the H2O timeline. Uh, Jason, actually, and, and I do the current timeline. We didn't do Halloween Kills, obviously. We did 78, 2018. And then Lindsay Washburn and I uh, break down the original timeline. Plus, there's a bonus one in there. Uh, I got a chance to talk to Dustin McNeil, who was an author who wrote uh, two books, three books called Two Taking Shapes and then Slash of the Titans, which is about the tumultuous uh, journey to get Freddy versus Jason made and all of the insanity that ensued gotcha. before that. So those are all. Uh, the Lindsay Washburn one isn't up yet, but everything else well, is up. Everything will be up by the time this oh, is Oh, there posted, we go. Okay, perfect. Yeah. There we go. So there's all sorts of bonus po- content for your $5. Yeah. So... Um, there's all that. Let's, uh, let's dig in, shall we? So I'm going to get, I'm going to get this out of the way right now. Uh, I am not objective. I will never be objective with these movies. Well, all, all film review is subjective. <laughs> this one, I will not be like, uh, th- no, that's what I'm saying. Subject. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, but I think most of the time we try to come at most of the things that we do with at least somewhat of a critical eye. Yeah. Right? I would hope so since we're I'm not, reviewing I'm not going to with this. I'm <laughs> Sometimes not... I try to be critical, you well, know, Well, I mean, when like, I even, even the stuff, like, you know, with, with musicals, right? Like, yeah. you, have, you have an affinity for musicals. Sure. So sometimes it's harder to be critical of something that you threw that you I don't thoroughly know. I enjoy. review I review musicals all the time and if they suck I say they suck just like movies I love movies but I mean I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I don't think that's the same comparison because musicals. That's just, is there that's is like there, is there any, I think I think what he's trying to say. <laughs> let me translate this yeah. into people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that because you have a love for a particular genre? I wouldn't even say you, genre. This franchise, franchise in general. The, the sometimes the bar is a little lower yes. for you because yes. it's like you just you're just happy to be there. That's exactly. And it. so and I think that like. Since you don't like musicals, it would have to be an amazing musical yes. for you to get over the hump. Where, yes. when since we already, Kevin and I both already like musicals, <laughs> like we're well, that's like, a neutral starter. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. we're right. already kind of there on the concept. Is there yeah. something in that like that is in that realm that that will that will let you lower the bar? The that Simpsons. You're just happy to be the Simpsons. Ah, you know what? <laughs> that's you know yeah, what? Sometimes, uh, I mean, still they could there can be bad ones, but uh, you know. When they're doing parodies or satires of musicals, sometimes I think maybe you give it like a little break because the production quality doesn't have to be the highest. It's more about just the the concept and how clever it is. You know, sure. like they do, I, and these are actually good. But I mean, they do Evil Dead the musical and The Office the musical, and you know, they do like things like that. So you're in for something like that. I mean, you could have fun with something like that. I think without being as critical because they're doing a parody of something that already exists and all that. But there's obviously still varying degrees of you could do it well. The song could be better the you know i mean but i'm just trying to think that's probably the closest where it's like okay they're having 
you know, they're having fun with this concept. Sure. Or Lord of the Rings in in five in ten minutes or whatever. You know, when they do that kind of stuff. Man, I wish that. Would and I'm the same way with porn parody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Just as long as they're in, you know, you only watch them for five minutes at a time. Right. Well, yeah. speak for oh. yourself. Well, I, I don't like to brag. I got it in and out. Yeah. I got yeah. stuff to do. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I. It's me time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is Joe just trying to avoid no, another no, no. Man of Steel incident. Is what yeah. he's Which is also tough, right? Because I, I'm kind of the same way about Superman is I do like I yeah. th- those movies get put to a like a lower standard because I oh, love, they are <laughs> I know there's, but there's, there's been a lower there, standard there's been there's been less good Superman movies than there have been Halloween movies okay that's so true Halloween that's kills. true yes uh, so this movie it's it's an interesting take on Halloween 2, right? Like, because it's basically doing the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, they're back at a hospital. There's no boobs in a hot tub. There are no boobs in a that's hot tub. That's all. That's, you can tell the <laughs> age at which I watch Halloween 2, because all I remember is hospital, yep. boobs in a hot tub. Hot tub boobs. Yes, hot you're, tub abs- boobs. you're absolutely right. Yeah. But they also pick up the concept of continuing the same night. Yes. Like, it's it's the same, pretty much, it's the same concept. Um it, and apparently, time moves differently in Haddonville <laughs> because Haddonfield. I was just like Haddonfield. Haddonfield. I was like the whole time. I was like, Jesus Christ, what infinite, time is it? Infinite Halloween. Like, yeah, right. The right. longest the, the, night the, he came home ever. <laughs> yeah, it's like we we just watched it in like that whole that the whole, whole night, the last forty yeah. minutes takes place on this night, and then this whole mo- I'm just like, and kids are still trick or treating. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess you're you, telling me that what happened in the last movie. Happened at like seven forty-five at night. The sun right. just went down when it started. Yeah. So we're looking. So I mean, in in that theory, right? You're looking at it's like, I don't know, six o'clock in the morning, and the sun hasn't even cracked the, the, the horizon, are, and, and kids, kids are, are still, still running around. Sure, yet. sure. Well, it's the way that I looked at it is they hopped at it. They they have three movies that are, I'm guessing are going to take place during Halloween. I mean, two have, and I'm guessing they're not going to wait a week before they go after the guy, right? So, like, basically, this one night is going to be three movies. I don't think I don't, I don't I mean, think they can. You at can't this point. do that because the mean, sun will start the, the to time, come up at the end. The here, time right? gap is, is at that point is a little ridiculous. Like as ridiculous as it is yeah. in these two, like if we go to a third movie and they're like, by the way, it's still night. Well, yeah. I just don't <laughs> think she's going to be waiting that long, and Michael Myers isn't going to go take a like a a week vacation like i mean they're gonna lead into it pretty quickly i think they're just gonna be like it's been a year oh you really think yeah. he's gonna go think, in yeah. and then think, come back the next halloween i think yeah. i think they won't be able to find him oh uh, yeah okay okay that's fair i was just thinking they were gonna like keep going yeah like, no this, i just assume it's gonna be moving. okay yeah I, maybe I, the I, next one's just gonna be a com- gonna be about pumpkin masks <laughs> <laughs> sign me up i thought that was the rumor was that the third one there was going to be a time jump because Allegedly, there's going. It's going to be a completely different type of movie that doesn't really pay homage to the original first couple films at all. They're going to totally blaze their own trail, and so there's going to be a time jump, and maybe it's been a year or two or more. So that was the scuttlebutt at the time, and um, they've kind of alluded to it. And I would say the only way that this movie makes sense in a sequel that could could kind of redeem the elements that don't work in this movie is if in the third one. It turns out the entire town is either under a curse or possessed by a screenwriter, because that would. No, but I'm I'm partially joking. But that would explain why every single character has the exact same trailer dialogue. They all every character is like evil must die tonight, and I will be the one that kills it. If that is not revealed to be like some kind of ancient curse, 
It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. Oh. It's so here's bizarre. The, they say it like twenty seven times. In the I movie. gotta tell you that is a. It's an interesting thing you say <laughs> that there was at one point uh, in one of the sequels, the, the unmade sequels. The idea was that Haddonfield was gonna like every in Halloween six. It's the reveal that like all of these different people of the town are part of this cult, right? The idea at one point was like the town. It was gonna be what was the. Uh, didn't we just watch something where like the entire town is in on it? I don't. Wandavision, kind of, but I, <laughs> I also think it was kind of like um, well, hereditary. Flan- kind of did that. Hereditary, yeah, kind of like that. Where like the entire town. Rosemary's Baby. There's a lot of them. There's that, a that maybe that's what it was. Yeah. You're right. Where it's where, like, like all the neighbors come over and everybody's kind of a part. Of it. Man it's is all kind of, of like it. that too, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So what? What drew me into this one immediately is. It's called Halloween. Also correct. Yes, that was a given. <laughs> and, that, and it was done. <laughs> yeah. But is the first 15 minutes. I think the first 15 minutes of this movie are spectacular. Because oh, it hated because it. I loved so it. so bad. It. I loved it. Hey, how about we spend 15 minutes answering questions I didn't have? That sounds delightful. I don't know. Like, I think... Seeing... And then when they show you actual footage... Of yeah. the old movie, it doesn't look the same as the flashback footage. The mask like, is a little weirder. Run that through a filter, man. Like right. make that make that old footage look like your actual old footage. Now, I, Joe, I, I, I'm going to have to go babyface here with you. I'm going to join in. Yeah. Get that I thought that the the 78 recreation footage is maybe the best use of that in any movie that I've ever seen. I've sort of continuing on. I thought Donald Pleasance looked a little fatter than he did back in those movies. But other than that, I thought that was pretty well done. I thought it did have the sheen, the haircut, the wardrobe. I thought it fit kind of seamlessly into it. I I don't know that it did anything in particular other than to expand Hawkins, which I think is going to pay off in the next movie probably, or he'll die, whatever. I thought the young Hawkins looked a lot like Hawkins. They did a good job with casting. I thought that was kind of the strength. And so I was was with the movie in that first 15 minutes. I kind of okay. I kind of want that movie. Like, I kind of want... Like Halloween from a different perspective? Yes. Like, I want it from the cop's perspective. Yeah, that'd that, be interesting. You know, like, because... Of course you do. Of course, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I do think, like, that... Uh, the the thing that took me out of that is that they got the, the guy that they got to play, Loomis, looked pretty spot on. His voice they on must the have done hand, some CG they because they it had looked, to. There's no oh, other way. It's it's a little bit uncanny, but very close. Yeah. So it has to be a face. Yeah, there's the only, a deep fake there. Yeah, yeah, because sure. he looks just like him, but like a little off. Right. The yeah. only complaint I have is his voice. Right. Like Donald Pleasance has such it's a very so, distinctive yeah. voice, and this guy doesn't even get close. <laughs> like it's not. I thought it it's was not, a pretty good. Im- it's an impression, right? Because anytime you yeah. do Loomis from these movies, it's I shot him six times, six <laughs> times. That's all this guy did. He didn't. He didn't have any dialogue as Loomis, where he wasn't screaming. Right. And no one else in this movie has any dialogue that isn't just repurposed <laughs> Loomis dialogue from the unmade sequels you talked about. Every yes. character in this movie is a paranoid wackadoo, and I think the biggest problem I have with the movie is. Uh, Tom, I'll kick this to you. Okay, the Twilight Zone was really good at this concept of they would mm-hmm. orient the town you goes crazy, yeah, and then they would disorient you and then reorient you at the end, right? Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't have that. We need to see the town logically descend into chaos right. so that they, they all just flip become, a switch and it happens. Yeah, oh God, that, so, yeah. so that and they become Loomis like. They become right. paranoid, obsessive. Loomis is what? an Ahab who spent twenty years right. with this child and then came to realization he was evil. 
Laurie in the 2018 movie has spent 40 years right. uh, paranoid he was going to come and get her because he she saw the face of evil or whatever. This Which I think makes sense. Would have made sense for Tommy, for, right? The town can't decipher who Michael Myers is, Michael Myers is, even though his mugshot is on television. Right. And the yeah. other, so it's like the guy has. It, there's no, there's no logical reason for these people to to go uh, January six all I of think, a sudden. I, I, yeah, and and it's also frustrating because there's so many cool concepts in this movie. Yeah. Bingo! It's like they come up with a cool concept and then they're like, "How could we use this in the worst possible way?" <laughs> and and so it's like you have this, you know. This this town going crazy for no reason. You have like, here's an idea. What if we made one of our main uh, characters who you're supposed to kind of like uh, regret the fact that as a police officer, he didn't take the opportunity to shoot an unarmed, subdued man in the back of the head like i'll just i'll just feel bad about that for 40 years well i think, like are you kidding me like that's that's your premise i don't think he feels bad about it for he 40 said years. i feel bad about that well i think i think he feels bad about it because what happens 40 years later yeah but i mean but they don't say you're right that is that like, it, like that i'm interpreting like, that because that seems like a weird thing to build a movie around in this time frame a cop regretting shooting an unarmed subdued man in the back not doing it right right we're not, not doing it, doing the, it this, sorry. this movie has great ideas yes there's a good there's, mo- a, there's a good movie on a premise level somewhere in here Yes. I just yeah, it's think that the script and the editing yes. and the screenwriting is terrible. That's what I'm saying. So this movie, in the beginning part, I don't mind the concept. I don't mind taking a peek back at what happened, why Michael's still alive at the end since they switched it, and there's no Halloween 2 after the original film. Right. And, and you see how he, you know how they apprehended him, what yeah. happened and all that. I like that concept, but it's the dialogue. Jason nails it. When you hear these cops talking and like... David Gordon Green takes these deliveries and is like, "Yep, we got it." I mean, it's just I wonder it's the, feels like placeholder dialogue. It yeah, feel, I it, I wonder if this so the original plan for this right is there wasn't a sequel planned initially, yeah, right? Like the idea the idea <laughs> was right, yeah. Uh, the idea was like David Gordon Green and Dan McBride came to Jason Blum with this idea for a Halloween movie. And then it made a hundred and fifty nine million dollars, yeah. and they're like, "Huh, you got anything else?" Suddenly, it's a trilogy. Like, yep. Yeah, he's like, oh, "I might have an idea." So this, I, I agree with you. Is this does feel rushed? And that, I, I'm the okay. script feels. Rushed. I'm okay with the fact that they got to jump through some logical hoops to to. To make a sequel. To, to justify, like, why Jason is still, or why Michael is still Son alive. Of a bitch. Sorry. <laughs> why Freddy is still alive. Um, not a single like, dream in this, not this one for some reason. It's strange. Yeah. But, like, I get that. And that's part of how these movies work. So, like, it's just one of the tropes. And it's like, right. if that upsets you, then you're just never going to like any of these movies with a Roman numeral in the title. Move on. But, but, uh, but it's just everything else. There, it, it's like, it's just like, you know, and then you take you bring Jamie Lee Curtis back, and yeah. then you put her in ICU this, for ninety which is the weird, movie. It is, that is exactly what they do in Halloween Two. Well, it's, it's the, dumb then too. I agree with you. It's the weirdest thing to bring over. Yeah. from that from that second movie is in the second movie. It's Jamie Lee Curtis is in a bed for. 80, 85% and, of that movie. And yeah. Halloween 2 is not good. Like, oh, see, I, I, I disagree. I mm. think it's a, it's a fun... 
but I watched Halloween one, which was amazing. Always and then I rolled into Halloween two and I'm like, what the hell? So I had never seen so this. Is, this is what happens, right? Yeah. Is Halloween comes out in 1978. They realize it's a massive. It's a smash. So that's the, the slasher genre. It's a slash. <laughs> uh, so Friday the 13th comes out in 1980. Yep. Yeah. And then that's a smash. So now... To like make your movie more like this other that's one. That's exactly mm. it. So they turn Halloween 2 into a Friday the 13th yeah. movie where they're just throwing characters at you just to murder them. But that's what this, is, this which is, that's what this yeah. is, Joe. This is Honestly, this is a pretty good Friday the 13th reboot. I don't disagree. Michael Myers I really, is Jason I really don't. Voorhees in this because the anger, the viciousness that he has in the kills, we've never seen him really. I mean, I guess maybe in the later sequels, but that was the first Halloween's a stalker movie, and yep. then he kills people. Yep. And he seems to take no play. We talked about this on the Patreon episode. He seems to take no pleasure in it. He doesn't even seem to fully understand what he's doing. This one, he's stabbing people multiple times. He's torturing he's doing, people. He's, he's doing Jason that guy Voorhees in the back stuff. a bunch of times. Yeah, he's doing Jason Voorhees stuff of just absolutely like I, I expected him to get somebody in a sleeping bag and turn them into hamburger <laughs> against a tree. And, I, and like, if you're if you're going into this movie for that, the kills of Halloween Kills, yeah. then the movie delivers. If you want a slightly elevated story with characters or the one thing this movie is really missing is there's no protagonist. There is none. I totally agree with you. Who is and the I, protagonist? That, and the, the thing that makes the 2018 soft reboot so successful by comparison is even though it's an ensemble film, the Laurie Strode, as messed up as she is, is a protagonist. She's got a point of view. She, we know right. what the stakes are. We know what her motivation is. Jamie Lee Curtis is acting her butt off. She's really she's good in so the movie. Good. She's that's so, so she's good. So in that and that movie. last one was so smart. Just the yeah. idea yeah. of like you know we all you always see these movies like this where you're like now that everything's over we're all happy again. And it's like but you wouldn't be happy again. No. Yep. You went through severe trauma and that's going going to affect you. And like that. And the way how does it, it affect that, your children? Yeah. And, it, and you see all it that. It was oh. so smart. And then this movie does everything it can to piss all over that. It undid every. I'll tell you what. So I last night I started watching. Halloween 2018 at 11 p.m. and I'm like I just want to remember the tone of it. It's a quick 145. Yeah, okay. So I started watching at 11. I'm like I just kind of want to get the tone and Mm -hmm. remember how it was and everything. I finished it at 1 a.m. It is so freaking good. Like it's smart too. Yeah, I knew it was good and I remembered it was good and I watched it again. I'm like holy crap! I couldn't stop at 1 a.m. It is such a good movie with for all those reasons we just stated. And then to roll into this one is such a jarring tonal it is, shift. You are, to from, I will agree with you there. It, it is, feels like a different creative team. Like, uh, it is. Yeah. Though, there's a third different screenwriter. Okay, so, but it's still David Gordon Green and Danny got, McBride. But they took so so. Okay, so I was I I'm right there with you, Kevin. I saw this and I was like, this feels like almost three different people wrote this movie and then they just kind of put the scripts together because we're switching focus and we're cutting back and forth. And the yeah, me- you take the Tommy the, Doyle stuff. Yeah, you take the, the message Lord, is yeah. muddled. Like, should we not let fear control us or should we murder fear? What What are we doing right. here? Even the ending, like Lori's monologue at the end is like, what is she oh, trying to so say? Oh, it's so overwrought. Mobs, the... mobs are bad until the mob kills the right monster <laughs> right. and then mobs are okay. Well, so here's what happened, right? Yeah. They had the idea, like Joe said, but they also had a friend who was their like, long-term friend who was a writer. It was, a lot of it was his idea, his pitch, and he's not on this movie. Because they wanted three other writers who was kind of their pitch for Halloween on each of these movies. 
three, you know, uh, creative types that they're friends with. So they didn't bring back the original guy who had most of the ideas for the 2018 movie. They had a new guy to write oh, it. Oh, I see. I and there's going to be a different movie. There's going to be a different guy for the third film, and it's going to be kind of his pitch. And then they help shape up the script. And the way that they wrote the script was they would take turns in a very short period of time because they were also doing Righteous Gemstones at the time. Where Which one, is really good if you haven't seen one it. One of them would take kind of the base idea that the third screenwriter had, like what he wrote up. Danny McBride would write until like 4 a.m., go to bed, and then David Gordon Green would come in and just pick up and continue writing from there. Well, that doesn't work. I agree that that, that's the actually movie how it feels like that's what yeah, happened. That, <laughs> it, it can work. That's actually how uh, Stephen uh, King and Peter Straub wrote The Talesman. Like they would, oh, really? Like one would write a chapter and then be like, eh, figure that out. And then the next <laughs> well, guy would okay, write Okay, but chapter. I'm saying <laughs> in this case. But it does that, not work here. It, because the thing is, this movie is so, it feels so tonally different yeah. from a movie that just was released a few years ago and, and leads into it. And, and not only that, but like chronologically, it's supposed to be taking place seconds That's after what the I'm first saying. Yeah. It leads yeah. right yeah. Yeah. directly leads into right, it. Right back and into so if it. you watch them back to back, and again, it's not even a three, it's a three-year-old movie, so you know, it's pretty recent, and you lead into it, and you're like, whoa, this feels different. And then the focus, you, you think you're going to focus on Lori, and it should be her story, and then they throw so many new characters. I I even so think, many and new the, characters. And it's not her fault, but the the da- the granddaughter of yeah. Lori. Like between the th- the two movies, she looks like thirty five now, <laughs> yeah, and she she's does, still yeah. supposed to be in high school. But she I also was think, a great character in the first yeah. one. Well, and they that's, eliminate that's her from I, this movie. That's she where has I no character we going in this movie. The, yeah, the, the, the three Strodes, the trilogy yeah. of Lori and her daughter and her daughter's daughter, they don't mean anything to this movie. No, which is like ridiculous because the movie emphasized that, and then they put it on this poster. They go something right. the three strode women. Doesn't okay, mean anything. but you, sh- <laughs> yeah. you didn't show us I, the three. I stro- honestly thought what we were gonna do is we were gonna get Lori in the first movie, Judy Greer in the second movie, and then Allison. See, that would have been a cool the for third. the generation. Yeah. That's where I thought we were gonna movie. go. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I thought we were going with this because they did sort of focus on Judy Greer more mm-hmm. for, for they gave her her moments yeah. but it wasn't like her it's movie all, which would have no, been really right. cool to you're do right. one of the women and show and each, give each right. one yeah. gets a different also kevin to your point they never pick up on the fact that this whole time karen judy greer has thought her mom was crazy right yeah, yeah. right she was in well, psychotherapy she even, she does, and she, all this sort of stuff. A line in this where she says like she brought him to us yeah she put him she put us in his path is what she says right right which, which makes I mean, makes no sense but well but I, think, the, I, think the ma- I think it makes one. sense from i think it makes sense from judy greer's point of view right like she has been raised in this uh survivalist house with this crazy mother yeah and then all of a sudden this she knows that she that laurie went to go watch michael get transported in the in the first movie so it wouldn't make sense but we know that that isn't the case we know that saw uh new miss dr new miss is the one that set him on this path right he set this up we don't spend any time but i guess my point was joe we don't spend any time with her reconciling like i've been convinced by therapists and child protective services since i was 10 years old or however old she was when she was taken from Lori, that my mother was insane and she's not like a movie yeah, that does that better the, right. is Terminator 2 where John's totally, like, yeah. oh, crap. That means my mom hasn't been crazy. She's the only one that's been right. And right. there's no wrestling with that because they're not in the movie. We switch the focus to, OK, we want to broaden it to Tommy Doyle and the survivors. Why are those people even friends? 
Did Marion Chambers live in right. Haddonfield? So I didn't think so. That's the problem. <laughs> there's there's so much to dig into. Yep. Judy Greer's character should be wrestling with that yes. because Lori was only redeemed at the end of the last movie. Correct. And she's like, oh my God. She's, she's only she's known been, it for like 40 minutes. She's right. been preparing me yeah. for this and she was right and they see that. And then the second movie starts, and they pull the focus to someone else when this should have been her reconciling. But she's automatically blaming her mom again, right? You're totally right. Yeah, it's it's, it's messy. You should see her wrestle with that, though. Yes, because there's no characterization in this movie. This movie is all about bringing in fodder, fan service, kill them off, fan service, kill them off. And it's like, but you just built up this great three-generational storyline, and the acting is superb. The writing is superb. And you go to this, and you're in. The odd thing is, is people loved about the last movie, and I feel like the only complaint they really got about the last movie was the kills weren't gory enough, and so like that's the one thing they responded to. <laughs> yeah, and then they yeah, we ba- got and, you covered, and then they stopped worrying about all the stuff that they got right. Yeah, but you know the, what? The, the, I just having just watched it, there are some pretty good gory things. Oh yeah. I know there's a little bit off camera, but there are some good. When he he stops. He, he, he head stomps Numis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are some grotesque yeah. kills. The in the, first yeah. one. the, the yeah. pumpkin head. Yeah, you know, like they the turn a pumpkin. guy's head. I mean, there 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 is nothing. Even though they do a lot of killing in this movie. There's nothing that I thought was really cool except for the eye gouging. That was the one yeah. cool kill in yeah. this movie. But the other movie, being less violent, had better kills and more creative. Yeah. He turns the cop's head into a jack o' lantern, yeah, and that's that's, yeah. that's Trickster Michael, right? Like that's he he kind of became known for that as the series goes on. Yeah. Is he just like yeah? He just likes pulling. He's he's a he's a tricky guy. Right, he, like he just pulled, likes like he's a real hoot. He's a real hoot. People love cool kills in these movies. Trick or so, but the last one incorporated that without changing the tone and right. still took itself seriously. But you're like, oh my god, that's insane. But it looks real, and you know, yeah. So I think they really messed up with this one, just going for all those kills and losing all the stuff that made the the. 2018 so good yeah you got violence I, but you lost what made people go like that's a really good movie like they were the characters seriously the, the, i also the smarts, I, think, I think the yeah the, the yeah. subversion of horror tropes that was in the first one every time in 2018 you would think you're going to get oh well typical horror movie bs they do something smarter for the most part this right. movie is horror movie sequelitis where it goes it goes into all of the horror movie cliches, doesn't subvert any of them, and it just does all the dumb stuff from the 80s. This is a perfect recreation of a dumb 80s slasher sequel. <laughs> right. And if, you're I, I, da- and if you're down for that, you're going to love this movie. Yes, if you want I, I, 2018 I, again or an extension of that, you're not going to get it. I think the people who like this movie, they they like those movies, and they're like, oh, that was fun because I, I kind of liked the crappy 80s mm-hmm. horror movies, and, and I also don't. Me. That's the, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that's like right fine. And, and like that, and, and like I might have even been able to get behind that had they not just made a movie that wasn't that sure. and was really good. If this had been, at least tonally, I know plot-wise it wouldn't make any sense, but if this had been the last movie and it was like oh this is what we're doing that could be fun but it's like but you just gave us the exact opposite yeah, you did a carpenter movie for part one and you did a rosenthal movie with part two. yeah like if i like switching genres if i really liked force awakens and the next movie you give me is space balls like we got a problem <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fair real quick though i will say to your point not all of the people that love Halloween movies and horror movies. This is like a very like divisive Joe. movie. Hardcore Halloween fans are not liking this movie too, which, yeah. which really is telling because if it was like, 
Halloween 2018 is a horror movie that non-horror people can get behind because sure, it's so good. Sure. Horror people loved it and non-horror people loved it. Yeah. This is a movie that would seem like horror people would only horror people would love it and they got rid of the stuff that would bring in new you know fans of it. Right. But like our friends over at Brain Stew, which is Epic Film Guys podcast, they love Halloween and Justin, the his Green favorite- Day podcast. What's that? <laughs> the Green Day Yeah, podcast. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's favorite franchise whatever of all time is Halloween. He loves it. And he was excited to see this and go listen to their review of it because like they're uh, two people that love Halloween and love horror movies and they both had a lot of problems with it. So that's the, that I think is very telling yeah. of the quality of this film and not saying that all horror people won't like it, but to have the hardcore ones, not just go, yeah, but it was kills like I wanted. They're like, no, the I, dialogue, do, I, I do. The... I do think that, that horror in the, in the last, I don't know, 20 years, horror has been elevated right mm-hmm. like it, it's it, it's not in it's not in the 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 video nasties anymore like it's that was the thing that we did in the 80s that was just how you did a horror movie there wasn't right. any uh nuance to things and James Wan and post James Wan all that stuff and the conjuring and all of those uh movies have elevated horror to where it, you kind of do expect a little bit more and i think that's where the f- 2018 version succeeds mm-hmm. is because it does bring it back to the carpenter version no, and I agree. This it, it's a perfect marriage of the two it, because it, is. it it does the Carpenter version, but it does it in a smart, modern way, right? With the idea of the psychological impact that this would have on yes, people. correct. And so, like it, like that that last one, I, and I again, I think this just ultimately comes down to disappointment, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, just yep. that last one was so goddamn good, yeah, and and was way. I mean, you know, and was you know maybe the smartest slasher movie ever made and well i don't know about that i mean how I, the original one i think, I think is. it's one of but one well, of the, the original best. one's really good but is it smart is it oh, smart in the same way that's what that's why i say I'm smartest okay. and and then you get this which is just so dumb yeah but but it's not even and i agree that's definitely a huge part of it but like early reviews of this movie were terrible and then later on, mo- reviews coming in, trickling in, disappointment, really bad, horrible, scathing reviews. My expectations were below ground level for this movie. And they even, like, they were delaying screeners. They were going to send screeners, and they canceled it till after the movie was out in theaters. And That's they said weird. you can have a screener. Yeah. So they were doing things that were huge red flags of, like, they do not have confidence in this movie. So with that being said, I'm like, it's going to have to be really bad at this point for me to watch it and not go, like, oh, well, okay, they were a little harsh, you know, because I'm already like, this is really getting talked about as being horrible. And I watched. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that. I guess they I were d- right. I, mean, yeah. I didn't feel that at all. And yeah. usually, I mean, I can sit through Halloween six and be like, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> this is terrible, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I never felt that way. I never felt that way sitting through this. Well, let's one. talk about the plot, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. It's, I'm it, glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, so th- I think what briefly, what yeah. I wish they would have done is if they were taking out. The, the strode women which is fine like if that's what you want to do and you've only got jamie lee curtis for x amount of days i get that not when you freaking bill your movie as the three strode women well the mark, you know the what mark I'm, saying? I'm agreeing the film. With you. they bait and switched at us more of this yes. than they did with janet lee and psycho yeah the marketing was that's all fair. about literally it's jamie lee curtis going tonight i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna jamie end lee you, curtis Michael. And is every, yeah, is every scenes that aren't even in the movie were in the trailer. Yes, you, there's stills of her raising her hand so or there something. Is a, it's not in the movie. There <laughs> is a director's cut that, is yeah, already, yeah. that, is, that has already been announced okay. for Blu-ray with a completely different ending. Yeah. So, but, okay, so that's the thing. We have to, you have to take that into consideration, right? Like, 
we've never known Jason Blum or Universal to pull a Weinstein on a movie. I don't know about his personal. What do you mean, life. like raping people? I wasn't going to say that, <laughs> but I mean, like where he would like completely edit the re-edit the movie, and it's, you get something completely different when it comes out, right? Yeah. Both of them were kind of notorious for that. So, but why would Jason Blum do that? That's when these what guys I'm saying. Just gave him a huge I, hit. I am agreeing I, with you. I, is that maybe? I don't know. There's don't a know, different. I mean, there's a different version of the script that leaked about six months ago that I read, and it has a different ending. And she, even in that script, she never leaves the hospital. It's this just, is what I wish they would have done. It's just a different ending this. where her and and this is what I would I maybe would be in the director's cut. Her and Michael talk on the phone at the end, and I'm not joking. He doesn't speak. Yikes. He just oh, breathes. Okay. He calls her from. Uh, she calls Karen, and Michael picks up the oh, phone, that's a, and that's, that's how she realizes to, that's that he's a dead. To one. And the last shot is her, and then this is in the trailer, walking down the hallway with the knife, which they set up and don't pay off. So that it mo- it ends with that same zoom in on the butcher knife. That was at the end of 2018 in Allison's hand. Now it's in Lori's hand, and we're leading up to the final confrontation. My guess is that's the director's cut. That's all you're going to get because mm-hmm. there's some more. The deaths are a little bit more brutal. Tommy Doyle is the biggest difference. He's like a completely different character, and actually would have been a decent protagonist. The way it's set up here is he gets up on a stage, announces who he is, <laughs> tells you who he is. In a movie that we already know because we're here for the sequel, they give us a flashback. Then he points a literal spotlight at every other new (laughs) returning character. And then they cut to a flashback as he monologues telling you who they are in the story. That is some of the worst writing ever. Yes. Well, and also the the (laughs) environment was karaoke night and suddenly it's Tommy Doyle at the mall. Oh, I thought it was a talent show. With a ventriloquist dummy. (laughs) Right. Like, I'm like, what are we doing? And it's like, I'm like, this is so bad. I'm retroactively rooting for a six-year-old to die in the first movie. Yeah, right. I think think that they had the movie without all that and they screened it or whatever and they're like, but people that watched the first movie loved it and weren't necessarily hardcore Halloween fans. We gotta get a way to introduce all this fan service. I would have known who they were. Right. So, like, but, I, but in doing that, they made it so stupid. Like, I had to so Google many, when the movie was over, like, is Lonnie an actual character from yeah. the first movie? And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, he is. They had so a, what I, but they had a flashback to a scene, not from the original, to a scene they shot for this movie five minutes after they showed it. So how stupid do they think their audience is? <laughs> yeah. You're flashing back to your own flashback you just showed us. And that's why I get I got confused because I the Lonnie character is pretty minor. And he the, is very minor. And so it's like... When when they that's why I had to Google to find out if he had really been in Halloween one because I was like or did they just are they just retconning this character no he's it? yeah like, but he's the dad of the boyfriend yes did we know that last yes. time yes oh, yeah. so, I didn't okay. realize so that. the so the the scene where the didn't the boyfriend try to rape her last no time? but he was he like, cheat he was, like cheating he got on caught her. making out yeah, with okay. the girl and then there was like a very tense like discussion like argument between the two and he takes her phone and pitches it into the. Jello. Like, yeah, like, as everything's going to hell. And like now they're just like, I guess we'll team up. I mean, well, after cool. your dad's dead, I guess being cheated on by your high school boyfriend doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, she's she's kind of been through some shit. I feel <laughs> bad for the This is this is what I wish they would have happened. Remember know, the friend, yeah, friend, zone friend zone guy? guy? He really got it rough and like yeah. he read and some wrong mom. symbols, but like she she mom. told him to <laughs> go F off. And then like, he got a, a thing through the face. Yeah. Uh I what I wish they would have done is if you're gonna get rid of the Strodes, fine, bring them back in part three. I wish we would have focused on Tommy and Lindsay. No, three's got to be Season of the Witch remake. Let's, yes, <laughs> let's do Watch it. Watch Season of yes, Halloween yeah. 3 is going to just have nothing I w- to I do w- with this I wish story. It w- I wish it would have been Tommy and Lindsay 
and let Tommy yes. be the new the new Loomis, right? So he also as would actual also characters, be, yep. as an actual he would also be Lindsay would be. There is a script for part four where Tommy and Lindsay are your yes. Give a, us protagonists. They're, they're a couple, <laughs> yeah. and they are prote- they, they are the they protagonists. They grow right? yeah. into character development. Give us so exactly. I think having a, a Tommy Doyle who was obsessed with the same situation because he's the like a Matt Laurie's eighteen. L- Loomis is we'll say he's in his fifties. Tommy Doyle was six years old when yep. he was attacked by Michael Myers. Right, he would be f- screwed up. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, I caught myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? He would be messed up. Yeah. And so sure. with Lindsay. So, like, having them run around the... T- like, when all hell starts breaking loose, yeah. having them be your two protagonists and then move forward from there. They also write the dumbest people. And I know that in horror movies, characters are fodder <sighs> for the killer, but they really leaned into that stupid... Yeah. Michael, you've come home. Now let me stand here while you're 40 feet oh, away from Michael me. Michael Myers let you is over me. there. Let's, let's go walk up to him and investigate. Like, <laughs> hell no. I, you know uh, what I mean? They really... Big John yeah, so, and Little John, man. That is some of the worst yeah, was, stuff was I've weird, seen. I, I, was so it is on, funny that, that Mike... My, that, the character that plays Little John has been killed by two Mike Myers. Oh, who was he? He's the guy in Austin Powers that's like, no! <laughs> two Mike Myers, right. <laughs> no! That's he, gets, he gets run over okay. by the steamroller. That's good. How'd uh, you figure that out? I saw a meme. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> All right, so plot okay, of this. So the thing. plot is super, like, okay, we're picking up the same night. Um, Michael has gotten away, but he's kind of trolling throughout the town, and then... All like all all the towns. All those pe- firefighters. All those firefighters. He just walks out and just none of those I, firefighters I say, can do anything. I will say I do like how they said that he hit himself, right? Like I was like that's kind of smart, right? Where he he backs up into the like the cabinet that Lori like the the rolling cabinet that Lori had and protects himself from the fire inside that cabinet. Oh, the way I was they like, retconned okay, him not dying. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, he does destroy an entire battalion. I like of someone online said, "Well, they're firefighters, not man fighters." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. Uh, yeah. And now and they hit him with a fire hose, and it was yeah. like I thought that was a little it, ridiculous. That would blow someone like, away. I was like, I think that, yeah, I think that fire hose needs to have its prostate checked. Yeah. <laughs> the stream would be way stronger. That's not than how that. fire hoses. No, work. he would have been knocked on his ass. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was stupid. One of them fire hoses from Alabama. Haddonfield <laughs> <laughs> ain't got nothing. Yeah. Um. So now yeah. all of the the town is now like we said at the at the talent show or whatever all of their phones are going off and they're it's all at a being bar. Told, it's a Halloween party at a bar. Yeah, and I think it's like a talent show because somebody is singing. Somebody yeah, is doing they're a, doing some kind of Halloween special. <laughs> and Tommy gets up there and gives the speech. Um, and now all their phones are going off and they say that. But it's bad. Every monologue in this movie is bad. Yeah, in the last movie. The, the dialogue and Lori's especially is so good and this movie is so overwrought and trying to be important. They give you these big dramatic yeah. long sequence and it is so horrible. It, it, that it, It's the writing. The writing. It's not yes, the yeah, concept. I, the I writing. Don't dis- I, I I, will not. Do you think that they were making a comedy? No. Like, do so, you think they so thought here, they were being funny? What, was this th- supposed to be the Gremlins 2 of Halloween This is movies? what I think. I think that they were really smart with how they use levity and comedy in the first movie, mm-hmm. right? You've got the the Julian kid that I thought was amazing. Are the right? are the doctor and nurse couple his parents? No, because in the first movie you see them leave. No, well they're they're on the same street. Did you know they're, they're in the first yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah, they're his he neighbors. Walks, but Michael walks past yeah. them. I when I rewatched it, I'm like, because he oh, says, these are characters. The, the, the no, doctor and nurse are in yeah. the first movie yeah. leaving he, their house. He walks yeah. past like the, when we first <laughs> see Michael for the first time in Haddonfield. They're they're scrambling to get into their car. That guy goes, oh, I forgot my stethoscope, and goes back in. 
his house, just like he goes back to the bar to get yeah. cup. Same oh, thing. It's, it's, cool. it's, yeah. the same, it's the same. Thing. I like the continuity there, yeah. but I was like, I had no, no idea. That, that those yeah. are not Julian's parents. But but they show them, yes. and then they go to Julian very shortly after, and I'm like, and again, got this. To- and again, we waste so much time establishing kind of those two characters, even though they're going to be killed very shortly. When we could have used that same time of orienting us to Tommy Doyle and Lindsay yes. and Marion. You could have, oh, hey, we're the survivors. We get together every Halloween. We talk through our trauma. We're all dealing with it differently. We all di- we've all dealt with this differently, blah, 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 blah. This is where we Back- are now. Yeah. And then we go it into the movie. It would make sense also that uh, the nurse would live in Haddonfield because Smith's Grove is not far away. From Haddonfield, and I just, I, I just, I always interpreted. I could be wrong. But I just didn't think she actually lived in Haddonfield. I thought that was somewhere else because he went home to Haddonfield, and Loomis had to follow him there. I thought they were like, you know, miles away from there. At least the was, geography of this movie, makes yeah, they no just sense. tell, they teleport <laughs> around Haddonfield. Yeah, there is no like. Everything is like, oh, yeah, here's the bar, and around the corner is the mental hospital or whatever. You know, what I mean, it's, it's like everything is so. So yeah, so yeah. they this now the town is on high alert, and Tommy Doyle, uh, kind of goes full MAGA at this point and rallies yeah. everybody in this town and and stop the steal. Know, <laughs> I mean, kind of. Stop and it, the it's kill. Like, there's, a, there's a part of me that as I'm watching this, I'm like, no, we just watched this happen. Like we just watched this happen. But when you think this movie was gonna come out last year, that's the weird before. part. That's but the weird. Yeah, I mean, the, I, that's the. This is the thing. Yeah. It's like, what were? They, so were they trying to do a satire? Was this supposed to be? It's really odd to try to figure out but, what they were going for. I, the I said this uh, on the little reaction I did. The African American, like the sheriff uh, Barker, on yeah. the steps trying to hold back the crowd. Yeah, was weirdly prophetic of the January sixth, where there was the one African American Capitol police officer. Trying to hold back the yeah. crowd yeah. on You're the exact, right. on the stairs, I was like, I don't it's like a weird. This movie was supposed to come out two months before that. Yeah, that would have happened. Although so. I will also say, you know, mobs kind of do what mobs do. Like, there's not a lot of variance once sure. you get once yeah. once the mob takes over, and that's kind you know? of what we get here. But so, it is interesting. It the is way interesting. That it out, yeah. yeah. So basically, Tommy Doyle rallies this entire town to kill Michael Myers, um, which is just it's a. Uh, I like get, like anyone, get, <laughs> like like people. I don't would... know that most like that. Here, here's the other problem I have with that yeah. is since they wrote off all the other sequels, right? Ha- is Haddonfield really that worked up about Michael Myers? You know who? It's, it's, that's it's, what it's, I'm saying. It's, it's a 40, bad. I agree. It's a bad thing that happened forty years ago. It's it's really entered just the realm of of urban legend for most people. I mean, Tom years. T- Tommy Doyle is. Is probably the youngest you can be and still remember it. He yeah. only remembers because it happened to him, and he's fifty three at right. this point. But so I think the, the, you know I, who would, go ahead, Joe. But I, I, I you know I, who would go ahead. You know who it affects. It affects Lindsay Wallace. It affects Tommy Doyle. It affects Sheriff Brackett, who was the original actor from the first movie. That's come, badass. He comes back. That's cool. They got him back. I it affects Lori. It affects Lori's daughter. It affects. Uh, Lori's granddaughter. I just so don't think you, that what you've got would you're be right. up and on. But you've got I think that's the characters. idea that they had though, of showing the hospital filling up with his victims and the victims' families and the news story breaking, which is like, this is eerily reminiscent of 40 years ago because a whole street is dead. He killed that whole street in the 2018 movie and the news is just broke. And so I think it's br- the idea, it's not executed well, 
because it's edited so bizarrely. But I think right, the idea yeah. they're going for is that that fear, yes, it's been an urban legend, but it's kind of been there the whole time. They haven't dealt with it. They haven't processed it. So then when it starts to reoccur, the trauma triggers the the town and it comes back just like it did in Lori or whoever. And, and so the whole town is it, caught up in the frenzy, which is a brilliant idea. It's, it's just good, not executed Executed well. poorly, pun intended. I think <laughs> uh, if they were going to do something like that, what they should have done is had one of Michael's earliest kills take out a bunch of people simultaneously. Yeah. And, and almost like a terrorist attack. Which kind of you do. I mean, he kills all those firemen. Right, like I mean, that, okay, he, he but kills, like I never hear anybody mention it. You're right, right. Like the that crowd been, that's, never that's, talks about. Should like, have been the lead story. It's on the news, nine no, it's on the news. The reporters at Lori's burning house, and he talks about like ten firefighters were killed, and but I don't hear the deaths. crowd. I don't you're hear right. the mob who's upset talk about it. Right, like yeah. they're not like you took out nine first responders. Like you don't like they never have a well, they the, have a reaction to Michael. They don't have a reaction to to the to thing, what he's the done. Event. Yeah. Well, the other weird part is the mob seems concentrated in the hospital, but we see Tommy recruiting people in the streets, and we never check in with any of those people. He's like, "We're going to go uh, like like um, uh, you know street by street, and we're going to start here. And we're going to do this." They don't ever coordinate with each other. We never see any of those people again. It's just two old guys and two teenagers who immediately <laughs> split up, even though Tommy Doyle says their strength in numbers. So it's like a mob movie with no mob other than the yeah. one scene in the middle at the hospital. It's <laughs> and and I will say that scene at the hospital is a mess. That is the worst. Yeah, I, would, I agree. Uh, you know, a, a crowd trampling over each other. Like, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Looking well, also, it's, it's just like the, the Karen goes into a room and closes the blinds, but then the camera pans around to the one thing where, like, the window's still open. <laughs> yes. It's like, well, why don't you close that one? Yeah. Yes. Like, and then, and then they, I've never seen a morgue with open windows. The yeah. morgue yeah, is they're just the looking song. at dead people. It's like, like, like a baby viewing like room. It's like the nursery. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's not a thing. It's right next to the cafeteria <laughs> and the soda machine. And, and the they leave without a covered body. No, yeah. That mom walks by and sees her son's mangled face yeah like, but the, oh, that no, was, that's the not body a, that's also changes. not a thing the body changes based on whose character is looking through the <laughs> yeah, window right yeah right. Was... one time it's ray the next time it's oscar and you're like wait a minute right. <laughs> no that was that was so ridiculous when the viewing window was open <laughs> yeah. for the body right without being in a bag or covered not yeah. it's, it's, like, it's, it's sheet... just off the lobby of the hospital no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the waiting room people get their coffee and they go over to the viewing window here's the more <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So I'll, I'll try to breeze this. Basically, Michael is on the is, is on the loose, uh, and he is just taking people out left and right. Right, he kills the 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 African American couple we talked about from the first movie. He kills um, the the big John, little John. Which I was uh. like, I, I I like the idea that they are these. There's it's this couple that has completely renovated and did a a rehab job on the Myers house, but it still feels the same. Like the staircase is still the same, yeah. the hallway is still the same, but it, it's like this forest green. Yeah. So I like the idea that they came in and kind of screwed around with his and house. And that's the thing they always do in these movies is they go back to the house and like the new people that live there. Right. So you know him coming home makes to, sense. Yeah. And that's kind of the that's that's the finally the reason we're given is like he just wants to go home. Like that's what that's yeah, all his stare out his window his, and look at him. all his yeah that's all his brain <laughs> can understand is just going home. Um, so. They ba- so what happens is Michael is on the loose as we, as I've said, and after this not person, this not Michael Myers jumps out of a window and kills himself. 
this is where Tommy Doyle realizes I may have screwed up. Like <laughs> this is pretty bad. So they're trying to do a commentary on mob mentality and people trying to be like judge, jury, and executioner. Right. You know, right. this movie is trying to hammer home this deep message of. But it, until the mob kills Michael Myers, I mean, not, until they all start beating him right, down. So right. they make that point, and then they're like, "Yeah, oh, never mind. This is the big <laughs> moment." And okay, so here's the deal. So I'm like, "Oh, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna have all the all of his previous victims and terrorized? You know, they brought them all back, and then I, are they gonna kill Michael Myers?" I thought they. Were, I thought maybe they were because I didn't realize that there was another one already yeah. lined yeah. up, and so I was just like, uh, I just thought like, "Oh, are they gonna do this?" And then obviously we'll yeah. get more, but will there be a right? There just would be a, a reboot exactly. Or There'd yeah. be a different like then maybe his evil would live on or somehow get to someone right. else. But I'm like, oh, this God. might turn this movie have around. You seen, have you seen part five? No, because that's what happens. But I mean, but but so I'm watching them like, well, this movie might take a turn for the better. I'm like, if they actually do it and and have all the people like Sheriff Brackett, if they're all killing Michael Myers finally. Right. You know, and then we have to see. It'd be a good way for him to die. That would have been justice. How many times in this movie, though, guys, does somebody almost have him killed and just stop? Judy Greer pitchforks him in the back, (laughs) curb stomps him on the stairs and just stops. If that's Michael Myers and you're a mob and you're in a frenzy, yeah, you're a yeah. lynch mob, lynch him. Cut his head off. Cut his hands off. Cut his he legs off. In, yeah, in that situation, him. those people would have de- torn him limb Oh, for sure. Limb. Yeah. Well, see, and that's the thing in, in uh, Halloween H2O, which is much better than this movie, uh, <laughs> Lori's about to freaking chop his head off. No. No, she doesn't. She does chop his head off. No, no, no. But she's a she's about to, and then is it LL Cool J comes in? No, no, no. But so what happened? Oh, no, no, but you earlier mean, you mean in the school? Yeah, yeah. And then he comes in, and so it was one of those kind pulls of things. Her, like, he pulls he's her dead. away. He's dead. They keep doing that in these yeah. movies, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. LL Cool J is the reason we got Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. He's great in H two O though. Like H two O, which do you, know I wrote, do you know who wrote that? Who Kevin Williamson. Well, yeah, Scream. There yeah. you go. Well, Scream's even in the movie, which I thought yeah. was funny because it's a dimension. But if you've not seen H2O, I saw it when I was younger, and I went back it's and just really watched good. it. It's solid. Yeah, it's a really smart the, fight, the, the climactic battle between the two where she turns the tables on him, and she's like rolling out of the tables and all that. Pretty yeah. badass. She's great yeah. in that. That is a great sequel. Like H2O is what this movie should have been, in my opinion, because they handled the same type of thing. Lori's growing up now, dealing with the demons well, eight, of her past. Well, 2018 is H2O. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if we this were is, going... This is Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, but if we were going to get more of Laurie and dealing with that stuff, then I would have rather seen a movie closer to H2O than this. Like her, This is Halloween finally... 2 and Halloween 4, Joe. This is what this yeah. is. No, that's, that's exactly yeah. right. This is that's Return exactly of Michael Myers. With the exception of Jamie. Yeah. Like, that's yep. the only thing we don't Which have I think is what I'm saying is I don't like, right? Because totally, I don't like totally. 2, and I don't think I've seen 4. But anyway, four, so... I will say 4 is like a return to form. Okay. Sort of. Like, it's definitely got the, the 80s sheen to it, but it's a very good story. I think I 4 think. is the one where the mask on the cover of the new 4K looks like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> So so what happens is is uh, they realize that Michael is going back to the house. So Lonnie, uh, the boyfriend and the granddaughter, I, I can't remember the Allison's name. Allison, Allison, Allison yeah. go to the Myers house and Lonnie is dispatched real quick. Uh, and then I got to tell you, I was rooting for this boyfriend to die from part from yes. 2018. And he got it in probably like the most brutal fashion they've done. 
um, which I thought was great. Like, I'm glad I thought they that... had the balls to do that, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to actually kill off some of the main characters who you thought not some of them. And, yeah, <laughs> they and they kill off all of them. They a lot of those are fodder, though. But I just mean like the boyfriend. They could give her more of a happy Allison, more of a happy ending, or you know, like yeah. keep him. I'm like, oh, he's gonna almost kill him, and then she'll save him or something. Nope. I'm like, no, he they... throws his head through some stairwells and then and he just, snaps his head. Yeah. Snaps. Oh, his he neck. turns it. I do like that. <laughs> what I did like about that is very Jason Voorhees, where he stops and like Books. he's like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't finish the job. Well, and she then almost over inst- and she almost instigates it, right? She's like, she does leave him alone it. and kill me. Yeah, he, he stops looks pursuing her. In the eyes. her. Yeah, he yeah. looks at her, stops pursuing her, and is like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't want me to do this? And then, yeah. shoot! Trickster, trickster Michael. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That uh, and was then a this, good is where, yeah. this is where Judy Greer shows up, uh, because uh, Allison is pretty badly hurt. She's messed. That was a pretty gnarly leg break uh, for the physical part of that, where she falls down She, she tricks steps. him like she does in the first movie. That's the same problem. Thing. That is the problem. Is it's she, the same it's head the, fake. It didn't as have the amazing payoff, as that head fake is in 2018. Well, it's great in the first. But in 2018, it's perfect. Yeah. In this one, I'm just like, we're doing it again. She shows okay, up okay. and is like, oh you, my god, I can't, oh I can't do it. And then she's like, hi, got gotcha. you right to the mind. You know what I, you know what I <laughs> thought they were gonna do? I thought they were gonna do. She grabs the mask, right? She runs. She gets. Uh, Karen gets Michael to follow her to the mob. Basically, it's a setup. Gotcha again. And I thought he was gonna get get away or stop at some point, get his mask back, and go back and kill Allison. And it would be his head fake. I thought oh. for sure that the better twist would be he he realizes it's a trap at a certain point. Even if it meant he had to walk away from his mask. And she's like, no, 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 follow me, follow me. And he just goes back in and just shuts the door and just kills the granddaughter and ends on that note. I could see that. That's good. So so the mob, including Sheriff Brackett, Sheriff and all Brackett the other people, Tommy Doyle, they beat the crap out of him. And they've they got him, shoot him like they've four got him dead more to rights. times. I mean, he is dead. And then Laurie goes on some long monologue with I will Hawkins say the, the, about, I oh, did, but he's evil. And it never, the more you hurt him, the stronger he gets and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, after all that mob up. destruction, he just gets up and is like, I'm cool. I, I yeah. liked, I, I wish. That they would have also kind keep of... in mind, he's pushing seven. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, yeah. I, and missing I fingers. Like... Yeah, and an eye, and an eye. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I liked the the interactions between Lori and uh, the okay. sheriff. I did like. Yeah. There are moments in that where I was like, oh, sh- like that. There she is. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's the scene where that when she's laying on her arm and talking about that night at the bar. And there yeah. are moments where I was like. That's the Laurie yeah. Strode she's a from different, 78. She's a different character. She's a very from different 2018 in this. They yes. are two different, which is ridiculous. But anyway, so, uh, so yeah, the mob he, gets killed. And he, then they he, take out Tommy Doyle. They take out Sheriff Brackett. They take out everybody, all of your main characters. Uh, and Judy Greer, Karen, has gone back to the Myers house. Oh, she's so on the stupid. phone with Laurie. And then Michael appears behind her. Yeah. Uh, very much reminiscent of 78. Just, just, he's spoons. No, but wait. The, the weirder part is the reason why she goes back in the house is she leaves the mob before right. he's dead. She Dr. Evil's it. I mean, she she, she, tele- about she teleports back oh, don't to be, her daughter. Get him. She's consoling the daughter. And then she yeah. sees child Michael in the clown costume in the window, goes back into the house, and then the child ghost Michael disappears. Then the mob gets killed, then cut to Lori in the hospital, then cut to Karen, and then what happens? (laughs) And then we lose lose Judy Greer, which I was – and a part of me is like, okay. so That's fine. Stakes. Yeah, right. That's exactly it. it. So the only characters we have left are Lindsay Wallace is still alive. Um, I'm sorry. Allison and Lori. That's it. 
and Michael. And, and Hawkins. And Michael. Can yeah. we talk about... And Hawkins, real quick, yeah. this movie's not scary. Okay, just wanted to throw that out uh, there. Yeah. I, so this, here, is, this is what I... You're right. I mean, real quick, because we got to wrap it up. Yeah. But I'm just saying, this is not scary. I don't know. Uh, they have good... <laughs> I think the, the opening sequence from 78 has a has a good jump scare uh, where Michael, like, bulls... Like a bull in a china cabinet. Yeah. Like, barrels into that cop. I think that's a good move. You know it's coming, but you're not like... You know, they, they hold it just long enough that they kind of throw you off. Yeah. But I agree. But overall, 2018 with that score, which, I mean, that's the all, other thing. is This score it, is nowhere near they, as no, good it's not, Joe. as the torture. And they ramp up the tension. And I constantly, when I was rewatching 2018, was like, I feel the tension. I feel worried for these characters. This movie didn't have any of that tension. Yeah. No, so I, where, agree. You know, I agree. So anyway, but he shows back up at the hospital, right? No, he shows back up end. at the house. He kills Karen. But after that. And that's how it ends. Oh, it's but, Karen. But is, uh, Lori's just talking at the hospital about yeah. monologue mo- diatribe right evil but i did like yeah yes you're right and then that's how it ends and evil didn't die tonight evil so that did was not, a pff- evil did not die that night evil killed, talked that you, up could, the whole- you could demand your money back <laughs> yeah, yeah. <based> <laughs> i evil honestly before else. before we wrap up i honestly have i could be totally wrong and time will tell i'll probably be wrong I now that he's like fully supernatural, right? Because it's the only explanation. Yeah. That's what that monologue's supposed to tell us, right? Is it is. Yeah, their yeah. fear and their anger and the town's rage has turned him into this demon, basically this un- unstoppable force. Um, I the only way that this makes any sense, Joe, and you can speak to this, is if there is a curse of some kind, not just on Michael, yeah. but on the town. And they may Something. they may play it completely different, but it's the only explanation for why the this hysteria has broken out it's the only explanation but to for a concept like that so late the third yes fourth but that's what horror sequels do and I, here's what they're doing they're repurposing and they have since 2018 all of the mythology and then putting their own modern twist on it it's this is really now that we're two movies in it's a soft reboot of almost the entire original timeline really they're picking and fair. choosing elements of you know the mob from four the this from this they're they're picking and choosing and then putting their own spin on it and i think yeah. they're going to implement some kind of Samhain, sam hein halloween curse kind of a thing and go more conceptual with it because that's what they're even in interviews that's what david gordon green's tipping his hand to is he's like oh yeah well, we're gonna go a completely different direction and it's going to be broader than it's ever been before, and I think they're going to go into some kind of conceptual fear, evil, fear and evil is a curse, and it feeds on itself, and I think that's where it's going. Well, that's what her say, that's what her monologue I, is about. It's the the last thing I will say is that the original pitch for Halloween four, the original Halloween four, is that Michael was the manifestation of evil. Okay, like that's what he was, yeah, and that's how I, that's why he keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give to I Jason's mean, ground point, it, or like, give us a supernatural, but pick one and pick then be one. consistent. Yeah, and I will say the biggest mistake that they made in this movie: Lori in the hospital is like, "I'm fine," and she's just she's getting, gotten stabbed, <laughs> she's all hurt. I'm fine. Give me the meds. Boom! I shove them in. I'm fine. Let's go. Let me ah. sit in the hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, no, she goes right load back to Lori up with with steroids and painkillers. Give her a shotgun and let her freaking give go her the crazy. full NFL treatment. <laughs> but even but if it's a twist, even, even, the whole if, thing. even if it's a twist and she gets there late, just in time to find her daughter dying or her yeah, granddaughter whatever, dying but like, or something. You know what would have been great is she like I'm gonna t- give me all these painkillers and then she just falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Eats her yogurt and then goes. Yeah, yeah. I, when they were had her stomach open, I turned to my wife and I was like, "There's nothing but activity." Yeah. 
But I mean, that's the movie I want. If you're going to go crazy and do all the kills, that's the next one. Jamie, at least load up Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. and say, "Let's go, let's yeah. do this." Like yeah. it's ridiculous she'd be able to, but that's the point. Like you've made this movie yeah, that's like, ridiculous. Let her have her John Wick. Let, let her, her have just, her, her that's, ash. That's going to be yeah. Halloween ends. They had to get. Yeah, which, this is a bridge movie to get to the thing you yeah. actually wanted to see. It's Hobbit. This is Hobbit too. I mean, yeah. that's that's the problem. So I, I loved it. I think they're. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I've seen it twice. Once in theaters. Once on uh, your guys' streaming service. Peacock. I think this movie <laughs> is probably honestly best enjoyed as a peacock pizza party with your pals, where you're not taking it too seriously. Oh, you're I care not, about my friends more than you're that. not expecting. I don't. <laughs> you, you need to watch it like you watched slashers in the '80s. Yeah. And if, if you're going in and thinking you're party. getting 2018 again or continued you're not you're getting schlock and if you go in on a schlock level and get some pizza and have some beverages of your choice and laugh at it and talk over the parts that don't make any sense and just are there for the 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 blood and the splatter and the body count you'll probably enjoy it it's Friday the 13th but you said it's just the wrong franchise the movie could work as its own thing but it is not a sequel to halloween and then which is a sequel to another great halloween yeah it's just yeah yeah. So, uh, well, anyway, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Jason, where can everybody find you and your wares? At Binge Movies on Twitter, letterbox.com backslash Binge Movies, bingemovies.podbean.com. And uh, you can follow all the stuff there. We did a ranking episode of all of the Halloween sequels last year that Joe was not a part of. And he's, yeah. I still have heat with him over it. You can listen to that. And right as this comes out, uh, I've got an episode with Kevin where we talk about the state of the movie industry. It'll be out over the same week, so follow us. And also coming out, we're, we're going to have a new season, the last uh, ranking episode season of the year. And we're going to kick it off with ranking the entire Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Ooh, so. awesome. Well, yeah, it's a good thing you didn't let Joe participate in that because you would still be recording it. You don't think there's a four-hour episode that he and I recorded? Yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt. It, it, it exists. It's, so, that'll uh, be coming he, out, too. Joe, there's going to be a bonus episode where we do all of John Carpenter's 90s movies, which is something, and it's uh, unedited four hours. So I, I Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Alex Hammond is the killer. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice cause we already warned you.